The Islanders have hired a new head coach. We have all the latest on that decision and what it means, plus a Masterton finalist on the Islanders roster, and a lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad to be with you, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a, a topic you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings throughout the offseason, from the coaching hire that was just made, free agency, trade rumors, the draft, all the way up until training camp, which is coming up in the fall. So we will have you covered all off-season long. So the big news for the New York Islanders, yeah, there is a new coach in town. And that coach is Lane Lambert. So the Islanders basically decide to stay with the people that they know and the assistant coach, essentially, uh, under Barry Trotz. Now, Lambert, it's kind of interesting because Lambert is somebody who has been a part of the Islanders organization now for the last four years. He's been an assistant coach under Barry Trotz both in Nashville and in Washington before he came to uh, the Islanders. And yet, he has never been a head coach at the NHL level. And you sort of have to wonder, uh, when push comes to shove, about this decision. Not because I don't think Lane Lambert is qualified. I do think he's qualified. Not that I think he's a mistake, because I'm not saying that necessarily. He does have head coaching experience, both in the Western Hockey League in juniors and in the AHL 
Uh, I mean, he led the Milwaukee Admirals to the playoffs for four straight years, from 2007, 2008 to 2010, 2011. And since then, he has been an assistant in Nashville, Washington, and on Long Island. But the thing about it is that the one question we had coming into this decision regarding the coaching hire was whether or not you're going to make radical changes in the chemistry of this team, in the philosophy of this team. And if so, do you rebuild the roster? And obviously by hiring a guy who's been described as Barry Trotz's right-hand man, you're not making significant changes to the philosophy and to the, the way this team operates. And... You know, okay, every new head coach is going to do things slightly differently. They may have a different way of communicating with the players. They may have some tweaks to the the way they want to do things on the ice, to the system, etc. But fundamentally, the concern that I have with the hiring of Lane Lambert, and I'm not saying it's a bad decision, But what I'm saying is what you may be getting is the Barry Trotz system, which has been very successful for the Islanders over the last four seasons, or certainly for three of those four, without Barry Trotz. And, you know, I I, I kind of wonder if that's what you wanted to do, why not just keep Barry Trotz? Now, here's what... Lula Morello had to say when making the announcement, I had the opportunity to work with Lane over the last four years, which includes spending time with him on a one-on-one basis when he served as interim coach this past season. In my opinion, he is the right person to coach this team. And look, Lambert, yeah, I mean... I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying I have questions with regard to the way the Islanders went about this, staying in-house, losing Barry Trotz, who, again, third all-time in NHL history in coaching wins, uh, but keeping most of his system intact. Now, Lambert... uh, 57 years old, he'll be 58 in November, Uh, played in the NHL, played for the Red Wings, briefly for the Rangers, all of uh, 18 games, and then the Quebec Nordique, played in Europe, played in the IHL when it was uh, one of the top major, uh, you know, minor league affiliates, and has been a head coach in the Western Hockey League, the AHL, and then the assistant coach in the NHL. Uh... Realistically, this is probably a less expensive alternative than going out and getting a big name like a Tortorella, a Quenville, or even a a Peter DeBoer who was just let go by Vegas. Uh, It is something that allows the Islanders to keep this team more or less intact philosophically. You don't need to strip down the entire roster 
and then start all over again because you want to play a more run-and-gun kind of a philosophy. But, again, if you're going to stick with that Barry Trotz system, maybe you're just better off keeping Barry Trotz. Now, the Islanders, hopefully, Lambert, his approach will be a little bit different, will be a bit of a breath of fresh air for this team. Clearly, the way that the dismissal of Trotz was done, some players in the locker room weren't responding or weren't happy with the way that Barry Trotz did things. So maybe the new dynamic, maybe the new voice as the head guy changes that but keeps the good aspects of the Trotz system without some of the negativity that seemed to sink in during what was obviously a difficult season in 2021-2022. But here's the good news. We now know who the coach is going to be, where, you know, what what kind of roster he's going to want to build, what his approach is going to be, and the Islanders can concentrate now on trades, and Barry Trotz said there would be hockey trades, they can concentrate on the draft. They can concentrate on who to re-sign and who not to re-sign among their own free agents. And they did this all in plenty of time to make, you know, all the hockey decisions they need to make this offseason. So, love to hear what you all think. Please, again, via Twitter, via email, let us know your opinions on Lane Lambert being hired as the new head coach of the New York Islanders, and obviously we all wish him uh, nothing but success under the circumstances. We have got more to get to on this episode of the show. We have uh, a Masterton Trophy winner on the Islanders roster. We'll talk about that. We have more to discuss when it comes to Lane Lambert and our Islanders' birthday of the day. So all of that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it only had 150 calories while packing 16 grams of protein. This is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I have never had anything like this before. They're available right now, but we can't promise that they'll be there tomorrow, so get them today at Built.com. If you haven't tried Puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. It's a chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. And with just 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams of sugar. This limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. Go to Built.com to get birthday cake puffs now, and you can use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, some more news uh, 
out there right now. The uh, NHL announced the three finalists for the Masterton Trophy. And uh, the Masterton Trophy awarded each year to the player who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to ice hockey. And one of the three finalists league-wide is defenseman Zidano Chara. Now, the winner will not be announced until June 3rd. The other two finalists, Kevin Hayes of the Philadelphia Flyers and Carey Price of the Montreal Canadiens. So, you know, Big Z has a one in three chance of winning this award. He was in his 24th season in the league, two goals, 14 points, and... You know, led the team with 85 penalty minutes, had a plus eight, which was second on the Islanders. And this past February 24th, Zdeno Chara became the NHL's all-time leader in games played by a defenseman with 1,652, passing Chris Chelios, the Hall of Famer. His number, he now has 1,680 career regular season games. He's won a Stanley Cup. Uh, He was a captain, and he is a future Hall of Famer. Six-time All-Star. Won the Cup with the Bruins back in 2011. uh, And really, you know, has done a great job over the course of his career in representing the sport of hockey. Uh, You know, a unique player. At six foot nine, uh, you know, certainly not your your typical hockey player at that height. And you know, six nine, two fifty, originally an Islander, drafted by the Isles back in 1996. And like I said, uh, Zdeno Chara, a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. And now the question just becomes whether or not he gets the Masterton. You know, Carey Price who has been through a lot this year. I I would say Price is probably the favorite to win the award, but I wouldn't count out Big Z. Uh, And and really, all three of these finalists are very deserving of serious consideration for the award. So we'll see, but hopefully Zdeno Chara will get it. And again, with Big Z, we don't know if that game he played, the season finale against the Lightning, was his final game of his NHL career. If so, he will leave an unbelievable legacy, but as of right now, uh, we don't know whether Zdeno Chara will be back next year with the Islanders, whether he'll retire, or whether he'll look to sign elsewhere. I would say he's probably either back with the Islanders or going to hang up his skates, but We'll see. Uh, But congratulations to Zdeno Chara on being named as the uh, one of the three finalists for the Masterton Trophy. And, uh, you know, Bill Masterton, the only NHL player to die as a direct result of an incident on the ice happened back in 1968 when he was playing for the Minnesota North Stars. And, uh, you know, the, it's one of the nicer, uh, sort of more respected trophies out there that players can win and, and, and get recognized for their contributions to the sport, their love of the sport, 
and their passion for it. A couple of more thoughts about Lane Lambert, and I, I, I think I, I don't want to be too hasty as far as saying this was a bad move or a, or a good move. Uh, I want to give Lane Lambert a chance. And one thing you can definitely say about Lane Lambert, here is a guy who paid his dues, who went through coaching in juniors, in the minors, as an assistant in the NHL. He certainly knows the league. He certainly has this advantage over bringing in somebody else, and that is he knows the players, not just who have played on the big club, but he knows from training camp and from all the call-ups over the years, a lot of the players down in Bridgeport and a lot of the uh, players who the Islanders have had in training camp and in rookie camp. So that familiarity combined with the fact that he's going to be looking at things from a different, slightly different perspective than what Barry Trotz did. What you hope for as an Islander fan is that he sees some of the issues that uh, came up with Trotz and his locker room, that he sees some of the things that possibly need to be tweaked a little bit when it comes to the system that the Islanders have been playing now for the past four years, and that he is able to effectively make those tweaks. But when it comes to players like Zach Parise, like the identity line, and I'll, I'll say all four members of the identity line right now, as in Casey Sezikis, Matt Martin, Cal Clutterbuck, and Ross Johnston, all, you know, all four of them may or may not be on the roster next year, but those are your fourth-line guys. They should continue to fit into the style of play that the Islanders are going to have going forward. It's not going, it, it'll be a little bit different, but it's not going to be so drastically different that all of a sudden this team is going to play run-and-gun hockey and try to beat you 7-6 on a regular basis. That is not coming down the pike. So this will be interesting. I wish Lane Lambert the best of luck. And, you know, when you've worked a long time at a goal and you finally get it, it would really be great to see Lane Lambert make good. And, and you know, after paying his dues for so long and finally getting the chance to, to be a head coach in the NHL, uh, it would be great to see him be a success. We have got more to discuss on today's episode. We have our Islanders birthday of the day coming up. A player who was an Islander in the mid to late 90s from Sweden. Let's see if you can guess who that is. And we'll have some more thoughts about the Islanders' decision to hire Lane Lambert as their next head coach. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's basketball playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Hey, the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs is, are getting underway. Maybe you got a hunch on who's going to advance to the conference final. Bet Online has you covered in every way possible 
for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. We want to wish a very happy 49th birthday. Uh, it, it is a couple of days early. The birthday is actually on Wednesday. But we want to wish a very happy birthday to former Islander center Andreas Johansson, the native of Falun, Sweden, drafted by the Islanders in the seventh round back in 1991, played four seasons in the Swedish Elite League before coming to North America and joining the Islanders organization in 1995-96. Played three games for the Islanders, then 15 more in 96-97, and then was shipped off to the Pittsburgh Penguins, later played for Ottawa, Tampa Bay, Calgary, the New York Rangers, and the Nashville Predators before going to uh, Switzerland, back to Sweden, to Russia, and back to Sweden again to close out his professional hockey career. And Johansson uh, played in 377 NHL games, 81 goals, 169 points, and 190 penalty minutes. He also played in nine playoff games in the NHL, although none of them came with the New York Islanders, and he did not register a point. We're going to go back and look at one of his better games with the Islanders. We take you to October 9th. 1996 at the Corral Center in Ottawa. The Islanders are in their fisherman jerseys as they take on the Sens. Eric Fischel is the goalie for the Islanders. Damian Rhodes is the netminder for the Sens. And it was the Islanders getting on the board first. Ziggy Palfi, his first of the year from Derek King and Scott Lachance at 11:21. Islanders up one to nothing. And then with Derek Armstrong of the Islanders off for tripping, Nicholas Anderson gets an unassisted shorthanded goal, his first of the year at 16.09. Islanders up early, 2 to nothing after one period. In the second, Ottawa gets back into the game. Daniel Alfredson, his first, unassisted at 13.31. That makes it a 2-1 to one game after 40 minutes. And the Islanders are still in the lead. In the third, our Islanders' birthday of the day. Andreas Johansson gets his first goal of the year unassisted on the power play. Uh, actually, it was uh, Randy Cunnyworth off for roughing. And Johansson puts the puck in the back of the net at 11.06. 3-1 Islanders. But Daniel Alfredson cuts the lead with exactly three minutes left in regulation time. Sean McEachern and Alexi Yashin, a future Islander with the assist. And then with less than a minute to go, Scott Lachance of the Islanders goes off for interference. And with two seconds left on the clock, Alexander Day gets his first of the year. Alfredson and McEachern with the assist. The game goes to overtime. Nobody scores in the extra session. And the Islanders and the Senators settle for a 3-3 tie. Eric Fischow, 26 saves to get the tie for the Islanders. But for Andreas Johansson, our Islanders' birthday of the day, he scores his first goal of the season. And 
He had three shots on goal in this game. So, again, Andreas Johansson, who will turn 49 on May 19th. He is our Islanders' birthday today, and we wish him a happy and a healthy birthday and many, many more. Big decision made by the New York Islanders. We'll see how it pays off. Uh, looking forward to the uh, what Lane Lambert is going to say in his first press conference and looking forward to uh, hearing from some of the players as far as uh, how they're going to respond to this decision by Lou Lamorello to hire Lane Lambert. But uh, he is the next head coach of the New York Islanders. And, you know, it's interesting. One thing we know about working for Lou Lamorello as a coach, you don't have a lot of slack. Uh, we talked about the fact that Lamorello fired Larry Robinson as head coach of the Devils with, I think it was two or three games left in the regular season and his team in first place. Now, they were in a little bit of a slump and Lamorello fired him. Barry Trotz makes the playoffs three years in a row, wins a series in each of those three years, gets the Islanders to the conference final in two of them, goes through a difficult season with a 13-game season-opening road trip and the way that COVID really knocked the Islanders for a loop, and even the third winningest coach in league history doesn't get much slack from Lou Lamorello. So Lane Lambert, I can tell you right now, if he does not prove equal to the task quickly, he may not be uh, working for the Islanders as their head coach for long, but he also, you know, if he does do well right off the bat, can establish himself in this position for the foreseeable future. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. From the first round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available on all platforms. We will be back tomorrow. We will continue our player-by-player player look at the Islanders, what they did last season, what they uh, project for next season. We'll have more on the Lane Lambert hiring and all the latest Islanders news notes and happenings, including what's going on in Bridgeport. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.